Welcome to another episode of Petromax Light Day Da Venama. In this episode, we have another story for you from our From the Drafts edition 1. In this story is by Abhirami and in this story she shares a few incidents that changed the way she looked at her body and embraced it. So, and she also writes a very beautiful letter to her body. So, let's go ahead and listen to it. saw the topic for today was write a letter to your body i'm like what a vast topic and <laughs> like there are so many things i need to say to myself right will i start with my eyebrows blessed by the thick eyebrows that my mom has and the unibrow that my dad has uh, i just have both of them uh do i mhm even today in the share or actually it's a side note even today in the share or to some random aunties like you can make gym okay aragar ko it i don't even know this auntie um or do i write a letter about my weight my weird fingers do i write about my thunder ties my waist my eyes my knees my back um or my hair which is always somehow too oily or too dry or do i write about how i'm always aiming for this invisible middle ground that i'm somehow always in the neighborhood of but never within do i do that or do i for the first time choose to be vulnerable and accept my body as myself i've always had trouble being associated with my body and i know that that might sound like crass or weird but it's something that i have to say right Growing up I always felt like a jigsaw puzzle piece that was just rammed into like the wrong puzzle set. I was too skinny. I was not light skinned enough for someone who wasn't born here. I um yeah, I used to profusely sweat because my dad sweats a lot. Uh and Chennai is just generally humid. Um <laughs> and like that was a problem that people would point out to me on every possible occasion that they could and uh, in an effort to localize my personality my accent my behavior um, my parents did the most south indian thing ever and they were like party class po dance class po drawing class po now i i have learned a great deal of things and i am who i am because of all of those things but i'm also who i am because of the things i've experienced in these spaces I I was I was okay so vulnerable okay I was the kid who was cutish but like a witty one then the smart kolandenga first I uh <laughs> the kid that was sitting in the front row and answer every possible question because that is who she was valued for you were someone who could answer questions you knew things before anybody else could you could write a paper with a handwriting that was so good that the teacher was impressed you could never be someone as someone with a body a pretty face a an okayish body you were just someone who was smart i have caterpillar eyebrows uh practiced manners and i was supposed to smile at all times because it's more inviting uh and uh, people would want to talk to me then apparently um and it's it's when prettiness began to take the center stage of how i would perceive myself 
because it's not something I perceive myself as. Uh, I began to treat my body like a vessel of knowledge that it was supposed to, you know, come forth with. Like I had to be smart. I had to be really good at what I had to do. If I was going to be crass, if I was going to be just a person with an attitude, that's just who I was going to be. I was the smartest kid in this room. No one can beat me do that. I'm probably not the prettiest, but like I'm the smartest. Hella toxic. <laughs> a lot of trauma therapy to go through. Um, but this isn't a story about my body. Uh, this is a story about my body, but not in the way that I would have perceived it before. January 2018, the end of January, I had worked so, so hard. Um, I had a Bharatanatyam performance coming up. Um, I had finally bagged that after so many years and I was so excited to perform. I was going to be interning at the Hindu and I was so excited. Uh, I wanted to make sure every single one of my projects hit the mark. I had to be the best in my class because that's all I was valued for. Sunday morning I wake up and I, I wake up before everybody else in the house. And I have this thing that I do in the morning is uh, right before I brush my teeth, I look at the mirror and I'll make faces at it. I'll be like, Mm, good morning. <laughs> I'm not insane. I just like being silly. Uh, that day morning, I just knew something was wrong. I couldn't put my finger on what was wrong. My face felt heavy, but just something was wrong. I looked at the mirror and like my face looked like this. And I couldn't move my face. Not like this. I literally couldn't move anything on my face. I was like, sis, you dreaming. And I had had alcohol for the first time in my life three months ago. And I was like, is this what it means to be hungover? Like, you get like hangover effects three months later. And I was like, this is, this is, this is a fever dream. Go back to sleep. I wake up three hours later and I still cannot move my face. We go to the doctor and the doctor is like, um, there is some nerve in your brain that's probably damaged. Wild shit to hear, okay. Um, then we come back home and my mom is like furious, right? Uh, my mom's like, you're pretty happy, so long for you. You know, not a brain, no damage. I'm like, 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 And it's funny, um, I adore my parents, okay. But growing up, it was always instilled in me that I had to be smart. And so for the first time in my life, I felt weird when my mom got angry at this doctor for telling me my body wasn't working like it should have been. We go to another doctor. But before we go to that doctor, I am like, I'm from the internet age. I will Google my symptoms. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's actually true. That was actually one of the results that I got. And I was like, I'm going to have an anxiety attack. I did. Uh, but then I still went to another doctor. <laughs> Turns out, I had Bell's palsy. It's also called facial palsy, which means one side of your face can be paralyzed for any amount of time. In, it's undeterminable for any period of time. This is a person who had worked so hard because she knew she was going to be valued by the things that she was going to do, had a performance in three weeks, couldn't move a single muscle on her face. I cannot tell you what it's like to go up to the mirror in the morning and not know how to smile. I couldn't move one side of my face. And smiling to me at that point was just, 
that was the most that I could do. I spent the next two months uh, bedridden uh, because the doctor was like, "Yeah, ma, kuncha rested ni ni summa late night. When then I work for na pore, journalist ayer ka pore na kuncha moody vechite kuncha na arthungi." Next two months, uh, I spent going to like therapy, um, uh, physiotherapy, and uh, taking medicine. For two months, I cried every single day. uh and i couldn't even cry properly <laughs> that was like the worst thing ever um and two months later i remember uh my physiotherapy or akarnanga and she was like iniki try pannala come on let's see how far you can go and for the first time after two and a half months i smiled I cannot tell you what it's like to teach yourself to smile again. It is the weirdest most frustrating thing to be able to do to yourself, to overwork yourself to the point to value yourself only because of your knowledge and not your body and not to even take care of yourself. You would think I had learned my lesson then. <laughs> I didn't, y'all. <laughs> <clears throat> February 2021 <laughs> the trauma continues um <laughs> uh i realized there was something wrong with this year okay cuz i had like pus and all and i was like yara idna venu mahamotale lockdown la ipo da vandirukom veliya so we go to the doctor just it's i honestly at this point it just became like field trips i was just like let's go to the doctor um and he's like ma unoda middle ear is damaged ma and i was like no da baaki ye varkala but you know what i realized it's it's the i don't think we think of our like relationship with our bodies in terms of everything that it can do it's like the weirdest thing ever i can't i can't listen to music on headphones or earphones for at least another 2 years it means i can't have water going into my ears which means i can't slam dunk into swimming pool our bodies are so much more than we ever perceived them to be i can't tell you what it's like to sit in a room all alone have to let the music play out loud because i can't put sadness into my ears and cry anymore i just have to do it out in the open now i realize my relationship with my body was entirely based on it being a vessel of knowledge and that's all that it was valued to be and for the first time i realized i was the one who was treating it that way um and so when i had to write a letter to my body i had to ask myself what was i going to say to a person i had disrespected to the to its absolute core i had not learned a lesson that i should have learned in like 2018 dear me I used you like a convenience in my head even though you housed me for many years. I have shadowed you for too long even when you have been the beat to my melody. Song sounds nothing like it was when you were here. I thought I was stumbling through frozen lakes angry and spiteful for being stuck in the cold it took me years to realize I was winter. I am the one freezing the water that's meant to help me gently flow. Me saying I'm sorry to you doesn't cut it on any possible level, but I will allow myself grace today.
warmer regards than I've ever given to you, myself. Um, that was my piece for today. <laughs> um, there's anything that you take back from today it's be kind to yourself even on days that your brain is literally the absolute fucking worst because literally anything can happen and I don't think we think about that a lot uh, if you can be kind to someone else as well please do that um, I just wanted to say that it, it's it's taken me a very long time to talk about this because um, they, I wanted to say plus one to every performer before me because I was like, same, 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 same. Um, it's, it's been a while since I've danced because I, I, I can no longer look back at that relationship that I have with dance the same way after I've realized the things that I've realized. Um, but th if there's one thing that I, I've sort of let myself do is accept that I am going to go through ups and downs, that my body is going to travel with me and I need to acknowledge it. I am not just what I put on paper, what I write, what I do, where I go. I am also me, a body that needs healing and care. Um, with that, thank you so much for listening <laughs> to me. Um, Pirami, thank you so much for sharing that story with us. Guys, we have more such episodes coming your way on Petromax Light Day Venema. Until then, this is Kritika and Madhu signing off. If you guys would like to share your story with us, do DM us on Instagram.